0: Hello everyone, my name is Angelica Waters, and I just wanted to take the time to reintroduce myself and explain the reason and purpose behind my podcast, Heal. This podcast will be dedicated to that person that is ready to accept their hurt, their pain, their illness, or mental health issue, and turn that process of exception into a healing triumph as a young black woman living in a world with so much pressure. I dealt with trauma that hindered my growth process until I came into the power of acceptance and I called that my starting point to heal. Once I embarked in my journey of healing, I was able to reconnect with my true self, now stronger and wiser. I am ready to share my journey and allow others to share their healing journey by allowing my podcast to be a safe place. Healing is a journey and you shouldn't have to heal alone. If you are ready to take your life back, this podcast is just for you. Now let's heal. Hello, 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 family, peace, and blessings, and welcome back to another episode of Heal with Angelica Waters podcast, where we discuss all things healing. And on today's episode, I have a special guest, Ms. Bunny Roberts. She is a (laughs) mental health advocate and the CEO of Creative Branding and Wellness Firm here in downtown Dayton. Here with me today, as we will be discussing the topic of mental health, Miss Robert. I am so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes, I am doing great. Bye, bye, Grace. Um, Graces, thank you so much for being here. Um, now, before we get started, I just wanted to uh, let you introduce yourself and let the audience know just a little bit more about
1: you? <laughs> yes, um, I feel like I never know what to say first with that question, but um, <laughs> as you mentioned, my name is Bunny. Um, I do have a creative branding firm downtown that's called Copacetic Aesthetics. I also have a nonprofit with my daughter in West Dayton. We support other community gardens and we focus on conscious parenting there. And then um, I also do mental health advocacy. I've been doing that since I was in high school, um, because I have definitely dealt with some mental health issues for quite a while now. So that's me in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that, Miss um, Roberts. Thank you. So uh, when it comes to mental health, uh, mental health includes our emotional, mm-hmm. psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Anxiety and depression are one of the most common problems with around 1 in 10 people affected at any time, which can cause severe and long-term stress. Suicide is leading cause of death in the United States. In fact, it was the second leading cause of death of people ages 10 to 24. It accounted for the loss of more than 45,000 Americans' lives in 2020, nearly double the number of lives lost in homicide. And that brings me to my first question to, uh, for you today, Ms. Roberts. Now, since being a mental health advocate, what can you say that you see is the biggest reason why most people suffer with mental health issues?
1: Um, I can honestly speak, I would say best for our culture is what I see firsthand and you know, know from experience. And I think it's just the stigma around what exactly it means to have mental health issues or um, be labeled or actually diagnosed with a mental health order or disorder, I'm sorry, and what exactly that means and what that looks like for you. So I feel like um, since we don't talk about it too much, people suffer probably a little bit more and longer and more often than they really need to
0: hmm mm-hmm. exactly exactly i definitely understand that um mental health isn't something that i think you know it has it doesn't have a good rep behind it in a way because you know we don't feel comfortable talking about it and it's definitely something that needs to be addressed because again like i stated um it can affect your livelihood. You know, so um, definitely, Ms. Roberts, thank you for that. Um, so um, what are some health, mental health issues you experienced and what are the things you did to handle them?
1: Um, well, I was first diagnosed with PTSD and depression back when I was eight years old. Uh, so it's been quite a while. I just turned 31. Okay. And at that time, I was put on medication and I was also in therapy. So I've done that both of those avenues off and on throughout the years. But lately, I would say in probably the last three or four years, I've gotten more into things like yoga and meditation, grounding, literally getting outside part of the nonprofit that I do. Just being in the garden itself helps me so much. And then really just speaking out and helping other people. And it just reminding me like, okay, I'm definitely not alone with what's going on um, because since then the diagnosis has changed a little bit I was diagnosed with bipolar about six or seven years ago as well
0: Mm, okay wow so I hear that you said that you've been going through um, some of your mental health um, issues since you were um, eight a a child so do you believe that um, most health Most mental health issues start
1: during childhood. Um, I wouldn't say most start during childhood, but I think it's probably overlooked at that time more often. I know I heard so often when I was a kid, probably up until at least high school, that people believed that I was too young for it to really have a problem or be a problem. Or, like, times when depression would make me sleep all summer will be perceived as laziness or things like that. So, I would say it's just kind of not really taken seriously until you get older.
0: Mm, exactly, exactly. now, um, I believe that, um, it can stem from, it can stem from childhood, um, not being able or not being in that stable home for some children and sometimes um things that adult or you know your mother or your father may have went through and I see that sometimes it could um you know branch off to your children and then your children end up having some type of mental health issue as well but then again it's a lifestyle you know it's all about your lifestyle and most of the times our lifestyle um comes our lifestyle ends up um contributing into mental health issues so um yes miss bunny i thank you for that Um, i just wanted to just uh, say how much I believe that um, with uh, uh, the lifestyle that some of um, us may have lived and we seen as growing up can contribute to um, our children um, branching off and having mental health issues and actually not noticing that they have it until the adulthood. So
1: yeah. I, <laughs> I would agree with that too. Yeah. Um... Because the thing is, you, it it's so circumstantial because two people can go through the same event and one person not end up having a mental health disorder. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on what their support system is and what their coping skills were before and after that event happened. Um, so for example, both of my parents, they had mental health disorders as well. So the way that they coped is what they modeled for me and my siblings when we were younger so we didn't necessarily understand that this is not how normal people for lack of a better way to put it cope with things so some of it was learned and then some of it was well we also experienced trauma due to their decisions because of their mental health disorders that made it a lot harder for us to be resilient. But, you know, someone that goes through a trauma and they maybe have two healthy parents or two healed parents already, they would be a lot more resilient and it wouldn't turn into a lifelong disorder for them.
0: Oh, exactly. Exactly. I love that. Thank you for letting us know that. That's My very pleasure. important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now what advice could you give um anyone who may be suffering
1: from any mental health issue? Um, I would definitely say reach out for help. I know a lot of people are apprehensive about going to see a therapist. And just from conversations I've had with people that I know, a lot of that has to do with not really knowing what the process is and what you actually do in therapy. But I always say if you feel like you're suffering or you're just not feeling well and you haven't for a long time, you know that what you're doing isn't working. So it's worth it to see if that maybe does work for you. And maybe the first person you talk to, maybe they don't help you in the way that you need, but it's worth it to speak to someone else, you know, if it means possibly still getting some type of help for yourself.
0: Mm Hmm. mm Hmm. Exactly, exactly. Now that brings me to my next question. Um, I think um, a lot of the times um, when we hear um, talks about mental health, um, we never really too much hear the natural ways to combat with them. Um, most of the times um, we hear people using um, prescription medicine. To cope with uh, mental health issues. Now, do you believe that medicine is needed to help combat with mental health issues?
1: I would say for some people, it's definitely needed. Um, but from my experience working in the pharmacy, it's probably overprescribed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I used to have horrible panic attacks. And one of the things that I still do now when I get really anxious is I tend to pace the floor. Now, I also mentioned for the last few years, I do yoga and I meditate and those things do help to bring me down. But when I'm just pacing the floor and I can't sit down, like there's no way I can bring myself to meditate. So in that instance, you know, it might make more sense for me to instead of suffer all day and the floor for hours to just take anxiety medication to bring myself down enough so then I can meditate and gather my thoughts and unpack, you know, what exactly has me so riled up so that I can try to resolve the issue for good instead of just continue to cope with it.
0: Mm, mm, exactly, exactly. I love that. I love that. I think that um, I know I spoke with you um, before we started the um, the live um, that, um, I dealt, I had dealt with anxiety, um, a lot, um, especially, um, after, um, I had lost my son back in 2016, um, and I didn't even know I was even going through any anxiety, because, like, I never, of course, I never dealt with it before, but, as time went by I noticed that I just was just dealing with it but never knew how to actually handle it I mean I know at times that you know it's some things that you just have to deal with but it's all about the way that you handle, handle them in the way that you deal with it so I had noticed that um it was, it was um, <coughs> affecting me a lot and within my next pregnancy um I ended up having anxiety really bad to where um, they were wanting me to be on medication for it. But I was so against medication because I was like, is there any way that you guys can help me? Me thinking that, you know, Western medicine could assist (laughs) as much. But if there was any way that Western medicine could help me, my doctors could help me um in regards to just managing my anxiety and the only thing they gave me was oh take this prescription take this take that and when I was pregnant I'm just like well I don't want to get addicted to these things I don't want to just you know just take them and you know have to use them you know for the rest of my life because I want to be able to manage anxiety and manage stress because life is just stressful in general you know mm-hmm. we have anxiety and all of us have it have anxiety but it's a certain it's certain level to anxiety you know and that's the difference so I told myself that um you know what nope I'm not going to use this, I'm gonna find a way to cope with my anxiety as best as I can. So I did turn into meditation and learning to just tap in with myself and figure out what is wrong with me. What's going on right now? Am I um, thinking too much? Have I drunk any water? Like what exactly is going on Mm -hmm. with me right now to where I can help myself? You know, so mm-hmm. I believe that once you're able to get to know yourself and know who you are, then you're able to know what it is that you need to help yourself when it comes to any type of mental health issue. So, yeah, definitely. I, oh, I definitely understand <laughs> where you coming from with that, because honestly, like anybody who ever dealt with anxiety or depression, panic attacks, Let me tell you, it is the most scariest thing that Mm -hmm. anyone could ever go through. Like, it's scary. Um, And I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Because you are in a state of fear. It's like, you believe that your your body is making it seem like you're really getting chased by a lion. Mm -hmm. Or something scary. But it's really not even that. Sometimes it can just be just your mind and what you're thinking, you know. So learning to control your mind, controlling yourself, it, and that's what I'm saying. It goes back to your mental health. Mental health, of course. <laughs> it goes back to, you know, your thoughts, what you're thinking, what you're consuming, you know. So um, I want to also bring up that um, I, I truly believe that with everything that we have going on with just, um, just bad foods, Um, chemicals in the water you know just everything is just so polluted and just just not good for us like do you believe that food is food contribute I'm sorry contributes into
1: mental health issues um, I would definitely say yes to that. And I would like to back up and mention one other thing that you had said. I love that you mentioned um, how there's different levels to anxiety because I think that one of the largest misconceptions about whether or not someone should take medicine is that there's different levels to the anxiety and to the medicine both. So when people are nervous and they don't want to get addicted to you know, whatever medication it is. Well, your doctor doesn't necessarily have to jump straight to putting you on a narcotic to help you control your anxiety either. Like there's so many things that are lesser and smaller amounts that you can take for it. But also if you have an anxiety disorder, that more so means that it's completely interrupting your day-to-day life. Like you can't just breathe through it and get around it yourself. So that would be a time that it might be worth it to go ahead and take medication. But if you do have other ways to cope and it's not making you late for work and you can still take care of your house and your kids and all your other priorities, then it probably is not the best course of action for you to take medication. You might want to talk more about that with your doctor. So I think that's something that we should talk about more too, that it's not like one size fits all. There's always multiple options for that. And so I do think that that's a great segue into how you asked about the different foods so there was um at this point in time back in like 2005 where my mom was actually diagnosed with cancer so through um and she's good now
0: but through
1: doing you know tons of research to see what exactly can we do for her because I had learned that the um that chemotherapy, the rate that it helped was like 30%. Like it was way lower than a lot of us were led to believe. So, you know, that just led me to doing a ton of research and seeing, well, what exactly can we do for her? And it really led me to food. And so we ended up, long story short on that, eating paleo, which is only eating fresh foods and whole fresh produce, like absolutely nothing processed at all. And not only was her cancer to go in remission, but both of our mental health disorders, it was like the best we had ever felt. I was able to come off of all my medication. I wasn't having panic attacks anymore or anything. And so looking more into how food does correlate with mental health, like um, that gets a lot into like the energy that food carries and how it transfers Mm -hmm. to us when we Mm -hmm. eat it like you know these animals are getting mistreated and they're getting slaughtered and the hormones that that releases like that's real science you know and then we're ingesting that and so it kind of gets our or not kind of it definitely does get our hormones and everything out of whack too so I think that's why like a more holistic approach is so important because all of it matters like your food absolutely does contribute to your mental health.
0: Exactly, exactly. Wow, I'm so glad that we are talking about that because I noticed, like, um, I think, of course, we all have this perspective of, um, especially when I I bring up the time where I was pregnant so much because in that time, it was such a big transition for me because I I was able to see, you know, the real of what was going on with me as I was um, bringing in new life. So um, I noticed that um, when um, I ate a lot of sugar or consumed a lot of sugar, when I say, oh my gosh, like (laughs) my anxiety Mm -hmm. was through the roof. And I'm like, okay, let me try to, um, let me just try to cut off the sugar. Wow. Such a tremendous difference. And I was like, wow, like wow, like where is anxiety? Like I don't even know where it's at. So we have to understand that um and I'ma just be honest, like <sighs> there's not a lot of good people out here. And they're not really into our well our, our well being as far as wanting wanting the best for us. So that's why we have to do what we need to do to get the best for ourselves. So that's being able to be more disciplined. That's being able to actually be aware of the foods that you take in and you digest because just like you said, everything is energy. And the energy it took for whoever slaughtered that cow or made this food in this laboratory like it's literally chemicals in these foods that can literally alternate your brain and alternate how you feel it's a science to it and 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 it's serious it's real so once I understood that and realized that I was like wow okay it's time for me to wake up and it's time for me to take control of my life because I don't want anybody else controlling my life but me. So if I know that I have a way to control my life by changing my habits and switching certain things, then I know that I can see a better outcome when it comes to my mental health or the things that I deal with. Um, Like I said, with me, it was just my anxiety. I can't say that I ever dealt with depression as much but when it came come to anxiety, um, I can definitely say <laughs> I've dealt with that. So definitely, Miss Roberts, I'm so glad that we touched on that because it's, it is it's very very important. And um, as well as just what our children consume as well, um, with the junk foods and just the TV, the media and stuff like that we're already combated combated daily with so much information to distract us so that's anxiety within itself that can make somebody sad that can make somebody depressed within itself and since everything since people are getting programmed like this so early at a young age that's where you see the mental health like breathing into somebody because like it's just all they know you know so yes <laughs> i kind of went in deep with that just a little, <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> but yeah it's, it's 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 just really really it's just really really important that um we just be more aware of um of what we do what we eat what we see what we watch and so forth um now miss roberts i know that you had discussed that you do like yoga um some type of meditation uh, to combat with some of your mental health issues that you go through now um do you believe that this is also some great techniques that you can pass to your children or younger generations to do
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Because I feel like a lot of times what happens doesn't really need to turn into a disorder necessarily. It's just Mm -hmm. really a lack of coping skills. Um, So that's why I just practice them every day now so that it's more like a preventative, like don't wait until you have a panic attack, like do it now. So maybe you don't have a panic attack. And so that's the approach that I take with my daughter for sure. Like right now, she doesn't have any mental health issues and I hope to keep it that way. So let's do these preventative things together and let's ground and just be outside and let's do art therapy and things like that now so that if something, you know, does end up happening, she'll be well-equipped to deal with it and it doesn't turn into more than it has to.
0: hmm exactly, exactly. I love that. Yes, I'm so glad that, you know you're really, um, taking charge and making sure that your daughter doesn't go through what you've been through by setting a tone now by doing things with her. So that's really important. And it's really important, um, just for parents in general to just be more active with your children. Um, listen to your children, see what, see what's going on with them, listen to them, um, participate in their, um, Daily life activities, you know, um, I see that we're, like I said, we're bombarded with life in general, just with technology and, and things like that. Children aren't, you know, they're not outside playing anymore. You know, they're not outside mm-hmm. connecting with nature as God has already, you know, designed for us to do so we are able to handle the stress of life. So thank you so much for that Ms. Roberts it's been such a pleasure Um, now I would like to thank you for joining me today and um, in discussing the topic of mental health Um, I would also like to thank my amazing healing tribe for joining us today I pray today's episode was informative and valuable to you all also, be sure to give us the feedback, share, and subscribe on any of your f- favorite podcast stations and on my YouTube channel, Heal with Angelica Waters Podcast. Also, check out my ebook on health and wellness. I actually have an ebook on mastering anxiety with only 10 pages of powerful content for only $10 and some of my mini merchandises like Eat to Live and Heaven Equals Woman Teas and the link in the description. I will also give you guys guest information to where you can reach out to my guest, Miss Bunny Roberts. Thank <laughs> you. Miss Roberts, before we end the show, do you have any closing remarks for our, um, for today's audience?
1: Just thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I do hope that we said something that helps anybody. If you have questions about mental health or you just want to talk, brain up, anything like that, feel free to DM me. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Miss Roberts, again, for joining us. And again, thank you, my healing tribe, for joining us today. I hope, again, that um, we spoke on anything that you guys needed to hear today, and it was informative, and it helped you out in any way. Again, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Peace Bye. and blessings.